the hardest place you've done stand up? Like Arizona, as a as a lesbian. No, I mean I've done stand up in. Um, like, have you talked about your sexuality, and then the audience is like, "Nope, not on board." It, it changes instantly the energy. Yeah, some of these people they just don't. They've never met a gay person. There's can, thirty people in their town, and you can feel that just just because you can read the room and you're like, yeah. "Oh boy, they yeah. all just pulled out of this one." Yeah, but you know what? It's almost like when you hear. Uh, the greats talk about I like when there's half laughs and half groans. That's when you're you know you're doing something good. Like that's I, I would rather have that better than you know like I mean? someone like, checking their phone or just trying to cater to them because they're idiots. You know what I mean? Like yeah. why am I going to dumb down my material because I'm talking to idiots? No, you know what I mean. That's what I think is detrimental about working the road too much is you get people who turn hacky right away because they want to cater to idiots yeah let's cater to some idiots right now this is the sex actually podcast we're gonna get going uh this is your casual fridays edition uh with my uh, recurring guest tasha courtney slash house partner hello and uh hello. and heather turman hello i'm so excited to Welcome. have you thank you so much i'm very happy to be here i've I always i've wanted to have you for so long and you're always auditioning for some hbo show or doing something crazy oh, that's a good thing to be too or busy. driving lyft <laughs> so or. i mean you know <laughs> i love i love that i just i ran it i told i think i told tasha's but i ran into heather on the on beverly boulevard and i just love when i can run into people on the streets when we're both driving yeah and and it's funny because um I knew your car because I remember after your accident, uh, do mentioned that he, a mutual friend of ours, another comedian mentioned that he helped you find your car. And so I knew what you had. And so when I saw like somebody looking at me and my car is really obvious, it's like purple. So it's like easy to find. And I was just like, holy shit, that is Dave. That's Dave in that lesbian soccer mom's car. (laughs) That's what it is. It suits you. It's it's so great. I, um, I'm really bad at haggling. I can't, I can't buy a car without help. I just would have just you know that, that like I would I I can look at a shitty car and be like I can make this work. Do you feel guilty trying to negotiate? Um, I can do that. I can do. I get. I can do one negotiation. <laughs> like I think I I think I negotiated a, a, down a couple bucks for my car, and then she was like, "That's all I can do," and I was like, "Fine." <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because you've totally helped me to negotiate like rates for work and stuff. But I think it's easier when like you're not the person having to do. The talking yeah, because d- I feel like I detachment. do the same for you. Like I'm like, no, you need to tell me you're worth this, blah blah blah, and you're like, okay, but it's so it's funny like, in this industry. So you talk the talk, but you don't walk the well, walk. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I I like to talk the talk, not in person. No, I know. <laughs> and no, I was negotiating person. with yeah. an old older Mexican lady who was, you know, she's probably w- well off. She buying a new. She already bought a new like Prius Cash or whatever. Yeah, and of here course, I am, of like, course. Please, I know. I know. You know what? That's a very interesting. Like I'm the same way as you. I feel awkward being like, well, can't you go any lower? Come on, you know. Um, so I'll just. I always overpay for everything because yeah. I don't do that. But I have a friend who um, is, of course, now a pretty successful producer. And when we were 19, making a short film. I watched him just like walk into this little Thai restaurant and like try to negotiate a cheaper, a cheap deal to get catered lunch. And the lady's like, no, I can't like, we already don't make money on this lunch special. It's just to get people in here. And he's like, come on. And like, and (laughs) you could just see her heartbroken face like that. She couldn't do it. Like she couldn't. And he had no, it didn't even affect him. He was like, come on. And I'm like, that's a very specific type of person. What's his um, ethnic background? Are you asking where I'm from? Yeah. No, no. He's from where I'm from. I didn't know him in Michigan. He's from just outside Detroit, but he grew up um, with 
a big family and his mom was a single mom, always really poor. Interesting. And so he's just obsessed with never being poor. Like when he first made his first chunk of money, the first thing he did was secretly pay off his mom's car. Like that's wow. who he is. Yeah. Well, I grew up a single mom and like she was, you know, she was work working nonstop, but like we were on the poor, poor end. But like, I don't know. I just never grew up with that negotiating sort of like, like you either know how to do it or you don't. But my stepdad, he, he can literally, he loves cars. He can literally go but drive by a house and know that there's a car in the garage and he's literally knocked on he's seen car like someone's garage door open and seen an antique car and knocked on their doors and be like hey what are you going to sell this thing for and they're like oh it's not for sale like come on what do you need it for how long has been here 10 years you haven't used it and he's not ripping them off he's literally doing them a favor but he is getting a really good deal because he was talking about that the most his most recent purchase he just bought a car off like like that off like someone who like is in the hammersmith farm like which is like part of the onassis family like they live in my but like he got it for like they're like ten grand, but it's like a sixty thousand as yeah. is car. And if if he can get it, but running. he couldn't get it. He couldn't spend more on that. Like it's still his high level. Right. But like he know, like my first car was a free BMW that a guy gave to me. It was a nineteen seventy five BMW, and it took me. And don't get me wrong, like but I was driving it, and I, you'd have to press the brakes down all the way for about 100 yards to make a stop <laughs> i was e-braking to stop oh my in god traffic. that's <laughs> like, that's so new york too like that you're just like ah well and you just deal with yeah. it you find a way and i had like a <laughs> throttle like a manual throttle so like in the winter you'd have to like be throttling it so it didn't stall at the light i mean it was fucking horrible that's hilarious but it was a free car i feel like that's <laughs> a really good skill to have to like be able to rip the e-brake really quickly like in an accident like no i've done it before you you instantly fishtail well, I felt Instantly. like I needed to pull my e-brake the other day and I went like, you know, it's just one of those Don't. things. I, well, but my e-brake is not where my old car, the only other car I've ever <laughs> had is. It's a push e-brake. So I put my hand over here and then I, it occurred to me I didn't need to use the e-brake. Yeah. It was just like I, I knew that I was having to stop short or something. Yeah. And I, it was like ghost. It was like a. I did it once in college where I pulled the e-brake. The make, phantom make, e-brake. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled the e-brake while making a turn and I, we did a 180. Yeah. Like instead of making a left hand turn, I just completely turned the car around and blew a blue just like smoke everywhere. And was like, but holy shit. That might actually be better on highway. Like if you a one eighty, but at least stay in your lane Google and manage it. not to hit like all the other cars around you or the barrier. It's Friday. Everyone's listening. Driving home. <laughs> They're so Get scared off right your now. <laughs> but it's like that case. I think it's like that case by case thing. Like you hear people being like, "I would have died if I was wearing my seatbelt," and then everybody else is like, "Thank God I was wearing my seatbelt." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like that same thing. Like some people who might pull the e-brake and by some stroke of luck that is what saved their life because they didn't go under the semi or whatever they fishtailed out of it um and then it was like frogger they just like missed every car you know my thing with my accident was that i didn't see it coming so it's just like i just took a fucking hit i saw that video it's insane just took a hit didn't like tense up or do anything weird just a solid and I felt the same way after that as I used to feel when I get like a blindside hit and like playing quarterback in, yeah. in football where like you don't even know what happened, but you got so much energy. You just numb and you just like float away. Yeah. You just like, have you ever been in a car accident like that? I know you've. Like the shock. That's what shock is. The shock. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're like I'm, unaware of like your pains yet and you're just kind of like in a daze. Yeah. That, yeah. I was in a daze after that accident that I was just in recently, which I, I wasn't. I saw it about, like, again, I didn't see it happen, but when I looked up, I was like, oh no, my God, it's about to happen. No time to be like, ah. Oh, no like, time, just, no time to say anything. Just, and everything does go slow motion. And they're so quiet. It's I, quiet. The, the, the no hit sound. is loud, yeah. but everything else is like, ee. Like, literally, yeah. And it's such a weird protection device that your body uh, puts your, that that state puts you in. Like, you know, because when people freak out, um, you know, they, they are 
they do dumb things. Yeah. They, they panic. Um, yeah. How do you feel? So, uh, d- 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 oh, sorry, we're gonna say that's technically like adrenaline, right? Yeah, it's, it's a like fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. It's your whole body speeding up so fast that everything else. It's not is like if you get really shot slow. or something or step. I've had some really bad like cuts. You know, I just don't feel. You don't feel it. You don't feel it if like. You're in a state of... When you said, I've had some really bad cuts, I'm thinking like paper cuts. <laughs> no, no, like I used to work in like, my stepdad had a sheet metal company, so air conditioning, and like sometimes you're handling sheet metal yeah. and you don't even feel it. It's all of a sudden you just look down and there's just like, like yeah, fat coming out. Of you're course. Like, oh, oh um, it's not too bad. Oh no, the blood just hasn't... And then, oh fuck. Like, <laughs> and then three, and you're like, oh. Yeah. But like your body's like not in pain like i like I, I woke up the other day i don't know if you can tell i wo- i uh, i scratched my forehead in my sleep and like a really chuck like i didn't realize it, and i woke up and i was in so much pain uh, from this little scratch but i've literally like and fingernails are disgusting too <laughs> like that's why it hurts so bad yeah, but it's the little <laughs> things those little things can hurt and then and then i'll like and then like my baseball game the other day i took a bullet off the knee not, not a bolt like a baseball. Yeah. But uh, but I was like, your just body locks up or does what it needs to do to get out of that situation. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And then, how does this apply to relationships? What? Oh okay, God. so for those listening, Can, I, wait, pause the, one second. Can you turn my headphones down a little bit? They're really, really loud. Are you loud, Heather? Um, maybe, but I'm I have fine to turn everyone down at the same volume. Okay, so. that's fine. That's better. Fine. Yeah, that'll do. Um, so Heather's one of okay. So I didn't meet you right when I moved to LA. I feel like it's been about a year and a half or so. Yeah, that that's you? probably about right. One of my favorite, not only comedians but people. Thank you, Dave. You're so sweet. Thank you. Well, and I lo- really like you. I <laughs> had to like pitch an email t- or message to you before I met you because I knew you were in a show in LA, and this is so LA that I was like, I better be nice to her. She runs the show, and like you're like, oh, come by, blah blah blah, and I was like, uh, okay. And then like I don't, you know, who I don't even know how I got to know you or do. Do was on an episode a few months ago for those. Listening we talked about his book um side boobs or whatever but um that was a good episode too but i i um so much just admiration for your stand-up and how hard you work and there's just different types we, we were talking about this the other day there's just there's different types of comic there's different types of people in the world yeah there's givers and takers there's people that really give to the creative community and there's people that just want to know what they can take and it's like it's like a lifeguard versus someone who's drowning and you're a lifeguard thank you, you know i appreciate I mean? that Aww. well the thing is like you know what i mean like when i f- moved here i didn't know anybody and so it's that type of thing where like if if i had known anyone you know what i mean that could have offered to, they could have given me any sort of insight it would have saved me years of clueless and reckless stupid behavior and it was a formative time were you 18 or yeah whatever? like i didn't know what the hell i was doing until i was 22 i could have went to college got a degree and then <laughs> came here but in my mind i was like oh i'm saving so much time i know what i want to do but this was like at the dawn of the internet um changing the industry so when i first got here like i read a book <laughs> called you know how to break into hollywood when i was <laughs> at home and it was like the only one i could get my hands on in michigan and it was written in the 90s so like the only piece of advice that had really hammered home was like own an answering machine. You got to have an answering <laughs> machine. It was like in swingers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, it was, and I was you're like, so money, baby. You don't even know it. You know what I mean? Like you don't, it's, um, it literally, and, and I, but I think about how easy it must've been back then. Like people who are organized to oh, have that and then yeah. actually mail in headshots on time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like think about that. Like talk about weeding out now. It's so now easy. Now it's made it easy for like, lazy people yeah it's, it's it's just harder to stand out from the pack but what we have now is the insatiable desire to crush on stage mm-hmm. to really be good and to know like i'm not going to get seen until i'm annihilating my craft 
that's the right way to look at it. Then you have people who are just like, I'm going to be the most obscene to get attention. And and that's another way to do it. But then you have to ask yourself, what is longevity? Where, where are you going to get longevity? And it's going to be when you annihilate. When you can, when like, you can do control that. a yeah. room for an hour versus like those one trick acts. They'll just, exactly. you know, because you've, you've performed in Michigan and all over and you got to know how to read a room and actually hold their attention. And a lot of times in front of rooms that they half the audiences want to be there. I feel like, yeah. And, well, and there's a lot of, Oh, especially here in LA, you know what yeah. I mean? It's very, um, also there's so many comics who I think just impersonate what they, what a comic is and they don't really do anything that's their own. They specifically, they pick up a certain cadence that's like, da da da, like, and talk in a specific rhythm that, that you see, other com- that you see comics past talking and and so it's kind of like why i don't know it, like, like it's you've weird got the rhythm me. but do you know how to like structure a joke right but not even that like but like you know what i mean like people follow the formula too much you know what i mean like dave i love watching you because you bomb consistently on no stage no and, and have you, to swim out of that's it. what's so crazy to me that you look at it that way you you don't bomb like ever i've never we seen dig you ourselves bomb. in a hole sometimes like, oh shit i just said the worst I line think at you're, the top no no that's not even we're how it all is. our own harshest critic. we are and dave you i'll tell you exactly what it is with dave <laughs> i can't is take compliments it's so. his own no it's okay i can't either so i know look how it's, weird i get it's your uh <laughs> it's your what you do is you project what you think your worst fears you project all over the audience. So you're just like, oh my God, like they're going to hate me because this. So then you go up there and you're just like, yeah. And then you assume they're going to. And so then you well, are thinking Well, what's funny the whole is time. I was about to preface my next question by assuming that I'm going to sound like the biggest douche in the See? world yeah. as a white straight guy with like a lesbian haircut. <laughs> um, but to, pun intended, because I was going to ask you about, about and, and yeah, you're not, a, you're not a lesbian comic. You're not a female comic. You're a good comic. But I'm so curious as to, did you know you were a, when did you know you were a lesbian? Bef- I came out before I started stand up. But not, but not before you moved to LA. No. no. So you not not That had a lot to do with my I think um being so reclusive my first few years here. I would just kind of work and go home like I didn't socialize a lot like um and I think a lot of it was just not was self-discovery um and also I, I was definitely I was googling like how do I know if I'm a lesbian like you know what I mean like I was like <laughs> totally going through that and they didn't I, have that book at the old Detroit Public I know, Library. At the, at the library. They you got to get an answering machine. Yeah, you, and they, you know, you got to get an answering machine. If the messages are from women, you're a lesbian. And they'll um. be long messages. Trust us, they love to talk. Oh, no, um, so yeah, I started comedy like right like six months after I came out because uh, I told like because um, that's step two in being a lesbian, <laughs> right? You know what? It was I know right. You would think no, it was just. Uh, I have always, you know, jotted down funny things and written. I, I, I always thought of myself as like, oh, I, I write little essays and short stories. And I would do that at home and, and write sketches and film sketches. But then I wrote in a, it was an inadvertent five minute set. And I was like, why have I never tried stand up? And so then I just was like, oh, my God, like, that's totally what I should do. And so I practice it for like a month in front of a mirror, the, these five minutes and like researched and you know what I mean? Because I grew up watching stand up and I don't know why it didn't occur. Do you have to any of your first set jokes like any like any any one liners or anything you remember? Any one liners. I still do one of them um, just as a and usually only when I travel. Oh, you have a joke that you still do from your first set? Yeah. Nice. And it's the one about um, uh, about when people say like, oh, I didn't know you were 
gay and I'm just like, oh, really? I didn't know you weren't nice haircut. Like that's from my first five, <laughs> five minutes. But um, the, yeah, most of it was, I'm trying to remember. I feel like that was our first conversation too. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my here's, here's, I mean, horrible, but one of mine was like, um, uh, I like girls that play hard to get. Like the ones that fuck on the first date. That's hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest. That's talk about, feeling, stuff. Talk about that feeling unlikable. Do you know what though? Is that you, you, Should I bring it back? <laughs> you should bring it back. It's like it's like that thing like It's like an inner dice clay. Like, the ones who fuck on the first date. That's hard to get. <laughs> what? No, but when you say it with your face though, that's what I mean though, is like we know you don't really we can tell that you're not that a guy person. that thinks like I that. So I that's why it's tell. very funny. It's like it's like when there's no malice, you can say whatever you want. Tasha was at my first set when we were really? friends. She yeah. came. She brought her yeah. boyfriend. Are you <laughs> proud of his uh, his development? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I mean, actually, you really weren't bad. That I had a good first set. show that I ever it was saw in the, you. In the belly room, sold out room. Yeah. It was probably the best set I've ever had in the belly room. I, I mean, I've, I've since bombed <laughs> in that room. Holy shit, do they hate me? I, I have bad sets in that room all the time. Wow. But yeah, that was like, you know, and I ran the light too. I did like <laughs> seven or eight minutes. I was supposed to do like six. They're like waving me off. I'm like, my script isn't done yet. Like now we know we can dance in and out of bits and, and have our closer. But, you know, when, for me, it's like, like yeah. I'm sticking to this script. Yeah. I memorized this because it's nerve wracking. But so, so, so you, you, did, you did, you had the whole thing memorized. I mean, it wasn't verbatim. I probably flubbed some things, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I went into that prepared and that's, that's really and that's the difference now is like you prepare as much as you can. Like what I'm starting to do now, I would have gotten away with for a few years. Like I'd have a joke, I'd write it all out, and then I'd do it on stage. I'd forget half of it; it would still get laughs. Whatever. Now I've got some jokes. I'm like, no, no, I know these bits are funny, and I have to like read it right before I go up on stage. I really have to like make sure I remember these tags because right. we and forget a lot order, of. It's true. The time. Yeah, and and the tags is a big thing because later you're like, oh man, I forgot. And That's Tasha hates tag. I talk about jokes per minute, you know? She's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, no, that, I was, was like, just in the context of whatever you were doing. Someone was on, someone was on stage like, and they were doing well and they're like a younger <laughs> comic and I felt like the need to be like, well, yeah, she got some good laughs, but like she got like one that minute versus like someone who's like, Boom, 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 set up, set up, set up, set up, boom. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like you're good at that. You're, you're, you're a tag queen. I feel like we both have a lot I, of tags. I, I feel like I feel like I'm not a tag. I feel like I have a few, but ever almost every bit of mine, I have this nagging feeling that I'm like, there's so much more that I could add to that, and that plagues me all the time. I'm like, I you really th- should sit down and and fucking flesh shit out. Well, better. you throw away your your tags in a way that makes the audience want to listen harder. Like like even like the joke you just shared. Like it's very much like dry punchline. So if the audience doesn't get it right away, I feel like they've got to get their shit in order and start listening because you're not hitting it over the head you're just like this is the joke right moving on and it's like i mean it's it's you the jokes are there so it's like it's like requires them almost like the steven right you know like mitch hedberg like those people like you're on the edge of your seat like because you know the jokes coming yeah yeah do you know what's interesting i just thought i wonder if my if i wonder if the difference between men and women on stage because i don't i've learned (laughs) maybe a woman like is okay with not hammering anything in because I've never, you know, I I haven't lived a life where I've 
expected praise or uh, people to listen. Do you know what I mean? And so you, you might come from a place where like you're, you're really used to being able to, but but you might not even get it. You might not even, and it's not bad, but then my sister, my girlfriend, I'm used to nobody listening to my punchlines. No, but you, I get so mad. I'm like, let me run one by you. And then halfway through the setup, she's like formulating an Instagram post. I'm like, (laughs) no bitch, we're running jokes. No, you are spot on. You are on to something here because guys don't understand what it's like to be a woman in the workplace place and whatever and not get listened to no it's what's it like to be a a model how's that shut up see you're not listening to me (laughs) yeah right but the very the first day we ever met Uh he was like all of he was trying to be the center of attention it was like a 5 a.m early morning bus he's like peacocking talking about all this stupid stuff at the highest volume and everybody just wants to sleep right like somebody shut this guy up you yes you need to be the center of attention all the time he probably liked you though i mean he knew he liked you too so it's also that by these eyebrows when i like like, what's this russian bitch doing (laughs) holy shit when i like people when i when i like somebody when i have a crush i tend to peacock as well i think that that's Definitely somebody, somebody, anybody in comedy would probably well, admit to we, that. We, uh, by the way, I'm sorry that you're sitting next to our dead plant. Yeah, I just, you hand me that. It's been no, bothering just, me no. the whole time. We'll have to put it in the photo we take because we cannot buy a plant that stays alive here. Seriously. This plant's a day old. I actually, no, it's one week old. And it's all different herbs and spices. So I it all asked just, my Snapchat, like, what's wrong? Why can I not keep a single plant alive? They've all and got their dicks in their hands. They're going to give you an answer? They told me that they, that it, the roots, I think it was a woman that told me that the roots are just like smushed. And that we need to put it in a new pot. No, but I that's did that. what happens to every. every I, re- I always I, move I it bought into this a new giant pot. rosemary thing, and they all died. And luckily, when rosemary dies, you just fucking put it on the skillet. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. So I'm just I'm trying to pay attention to you and look at this like burning bush that's right next <laughs> to you. Um, so. Does your did your dating style switch the altar from dating women versus men? I know, like, I mean, you were probably just in high school. I feel like dating men in high school, you just kind of yeah. And I dated men here a little bit too, but. Um, I always, you know what, like I've, I never, I was like a serial monogamous. Like I would, would get in, in a relationship with somebody like instantly and, and with men too, like, and it would always be those, those types where, um, I mean, I certainly had codependent tendencies in the past. I don't anymore because my wife's not like that at all. So I'll never have that, uh, that addiction satisfied. she She listens to you. So you don't feel codependent. No, <laughs> did no, I, I mean, did I project something there? No, I know, right? No, I don't. I, I mean that she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't feed into like she won't play games. So like if I like you know a, a lot of times if when you're in like a codependent relationship, it might be about manipulating the other person to care more or something like that. And you don't even realize you're doing it, but she would never like she wouldn't feed into that. She'd be like, shut up and walk away. So she'll never. And, and that's the best thing for me. You know what I mean? So we're we're great in that. But yeah, I would always have really, you know, like my high school boyfriend, like, um, we met and, you know, you don't think those things are when we were 14 years old and then we were together all of high school. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm worried. I'm just easy to fall in love with Dave. You can <laughs> fall in love with me. I'm worried because I know Tasha, like, like all women is taking notes in her head for what she can get from this conversation to use against me. <laughs> so not She'd true. be like, you're manipulating me. Heather talked about this. I'm walking away. Like, I'm she's going to totally remember it all. I'm going to plug my friend Elvin uh, that I open for a lot. He is the, the best because a lot of comics try to tap into the difference between men and women and thinking patterns. He is the best bit about the thinking pattern oh, and he really? does it so perfect he talks about how alvin men williams alvin williams yeah look it up i think it's on his uh 
uh, two records ago. Um, I hope you're happy. But it's he he does it where he says, um, you know, like men think in a linear fashion, like point A to point B, like it's just like that. And he's like, women think in an elliptical fashion. And he starts like moving his head, you know, like around. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like everything she's ever thought about about you from the first time, you know. And he starts like, saying all the stuff that it's all just floating in yeah. there. And he's like, so that at any given time she can just reach back. And he's like, that's why sometimes her head starts to go. And she's like, oh yeah. And then she's like, got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then she like remembers she pulled something out. So she's like, it's like always it. there to use against you later. Yeah. And so uh, and he does it. It's a brilliant bit. But well, yes. here's how I relate women. Uh, women to me are like, and, and guys listening, just get on board with me here. Women are like an old school video game where you don't save. Like if you were playing a video game in the old school game and you unplugged it, it's like you got to start over. And like at the end of every day, I'm playing a video game that I have to start completely over. Like I could buy her flowers at 10 p.m. Then at 6 a.m., if I piss her off, those 10 p.m. flowers aren't... I don't have lives <laughs> saved up in my sure. Mario Kart. Sure. I got to start all over. And I, wa- and I want to play a video game that's like the current ones where it's like, no, we're, bitch, we're playing this season. I got 162 games. Like, uh-huh. I've, I've built a record of success. So give me a little credit if, you know... Uh, you know, what, whatever happens, you know what I mean? Like, give me a little <laughs> credit a if I accidentally pee in the shower. Sure. Just accidentally pee in the shower. Just give me a little credit. It just fell out. Yeah. <laughs> Versus like, you know, like you act like I'm just some bum off the street who peed on you. Like, just give me like, you know. I mean, that's a good analogy. I mean, don't forget, I'm married to a woman, so I understand. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you I the, understand. Do you, do you pick up more of the masculine traits, do you seem? Because um, you're not, you're by no means, and I, you know, like, I, I hate talking about, like, masculine feminine, but th- there are, like, men and women both possess. Like, when I, found, when I found Tasha, she was she had a lot of masculine traits that she was carrying because she didn't have a man in her life. Superior oh, yeah, man absolutely. shit, it's there. And um, do you, did you find that, like, in your single, like, you would be, like, the man of the house? Or like who's like who plays that role? Um, like I don't know. I feel like that's a weird question for us all the time because I think it's very pretty well matched, pretty well balanced. Like there are certain things that I do that are probably uh, taken as more masculine, but then sometimes I definitely think like you know she carries a lot of that too. So like I just think it's it's balanced. It's you know what I mean, a, an equal. Do you ever butt heads like on a certain issue because you both feel like you should be like the dominant, more masculine trait on a certain thing? No, no. Mm-mm. Who wanted to go see Ghostbusters more? Was that a mutual? <laughs> well, definitely just me wanting to support female films. But um, I just mentioned it and I said, I want to see Ghostbusters this weekend. She's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's just it. OK, who buys the popcorn? She buys a lot of the things because I'm poor, but I mean, she is too. We both are, but, um, <laughs> you know, like, like she knows that actually, you know what? When we went, I think I bought popcorn, but she bought the tickets. You know Tasha's what I mean? Tasha's like good at this. I'll get, I'll get whatever food we're going to get and I'll set it down to order and then different raisinets and shit start flying under the scanner. She's just like in the background, just <laughs> throwing that. You have that. You have last minute idle hands where you just start. <laughs> Absolutely. You do too. When we'll, every we'll like, time we're in the grocery, the other one's paying. Like, yeah. I'm like, we're doing the peanut M&M's. Yeah. I wasn't going to do this, but when I see your card out, <laughs> I really do. I was like, oh, we're going to get the nice feta cheese today. We're going for it. Um, okay. So 
And and did you catch this last night? Did you see the the Republican National Convention? Um, the the founder of PayPal uh, mentioned being gay in his speech. It was pretty cool. Got us got a standing ovation, and that's a Republican National Convention. And you know, for the most part, it's crazy how like in today's world. I mean, like my my parents are super good, uh, I, nice. Wait, I didn't he, I didn't see or hear anything about this, so I'm just having a hard time wrapping my head around it. Someone during a speech at the Republican National Convention said that they are gay. Yeah, and he's already been open. He's the he. I, and I could be wrong. He's the. Um, Why does he get a pass and nobody else gets a yeah, pass? Yeah, that's what I want to know too. Like because he's successful, but because then he's Mike, still a yeah, white guy. But then Mike Pence, well, the VP, is a is pro conversion therapy. So you you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm not saying he got a pass, but he he is wealthy enough to be in Trump's inner circle. There's so a buying he power gets to it. But a standing ovation, well, and like you can't even yeah. say, listen. Like, he doesn't need the standing the ovation. Republican, con- but it just proves that it's a he was the guy that a was double standard party. That party is so full of. Whatever is more value, whatever whatever uh, you know is more valuable at the sure. time. Yeah. is there well, is their latest? He was outed opinion. by Gawker back in the day. This is the same guy, I believe. I'm just pulling from memory. But um, but anyway, the point wasn't uh, wasn't the, uh, t- too political. It was that the times are changing. My parents are are like Christian and they're nice people. God bless you. Bless you. And um, but like when my buddy when my buddy came out of the closet, they were like. Does um oh, his name's Ty? He's gay. They were like, does Ty still think he's gay? Like they didn't get. They just live in that world where they didn't get it, and now they're just. And now they live in the world where they're like, ah, like they're so like they're they're cooler with that stuff. But right. but it is a generational thing that's like we're we're moving we're a freight train moving past it. Um, but not not all of our you know, not of our parents' generation isn't. With your situation, can you can you talk about coming out of the closet to them? Yeah, I mean, um, I. I Definitely didn't do it the right way. I didn't do it in person. I did it over the phone, which is never good. Um, and it was like the worst because my mom was like, like I called her up and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? You know? And she's like, <laughs> oh, just a puzzle. Like the most relaxing <laughs> Zen human activity yeah. to be doing. She like never does to, like, puzzles anymore. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I hate could hear, puzzles. Like I could hear, um, I used to have a joke about this and I've totally forgot about it. About, um, I could hear uh, the puzzle piece. The, not only just like like I, I think I said like I could hear it was like a you know like I could hear the puzzle shatter into a million pieces and it was only like a thousand piece puzzle like the actual pieces yeah. like shattered too like that's how she threw it which isn't you know real she just was like what and then like like angry? all hell broke loose really yeah angry? yeah my mom is very um I mean I, I you know without saying I think she has some uh some um I feel like she has a personality disorder, but she, so, so she, she is very controlling. She, she needs to control things. Like it's all about image. And so like people who know psychology, it's a result of her generation generation too. Like, yeah, but just she's, it's her. (laughs) My dad, my grandparents are like, whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, of course they're not thrilled. Like my grandma will still call and be like, so you haven't found your guy yet, huh? Like it's really sweet. And I, it like is heartbreaking. (laughs) I know it's, it breaks my heart, but also, do they know? Do, have, you know what? I haven't had. They do know because I know they know because my parents and my sister and everybody talks about it. But they we've never said anything to each other. You know, in like real like yeah. Guess what? This you know this is a thing. But my cousins are like yeah. You should really talk to grandma. I'm like I know I'm going to like I'm. I plan to see them next week when I'm there. So oh good. If, oh, maybe I'll, ex- maybe I'll have the balls to say something. That's exciting. It's really yeah, lay out lay out a nice five thousand piece puzzle. Get to work. <laughs> My uncle is gay. He's been with his husband for at least a decade. The coolest guy my, in the family, too. My grandma and my grandpa, He's my grandpa has passed away, but 
you know, every the whole family has known that he's gay for a long time. He never like officially like came out, but we all know, right? But my um, grandpa refused to like ever acknowledge that that was a thing. Just it was something that nobody ever talked about, and my grandma too. Nobody ever talked Don't you about hate it. That the family couldn't sit them down and be like, "Listen, you're not in charge anymore. This is the world." Well, but no but one does. Now that. that my grandpa has passed away, and my grandma's in sort of like you know d- declining health, mm-hmm. now she asks about him. How's Todd? How yeah. is he? You know, how, yeah. you know, and I feel like even he but, came, but, but to, he Todd, came but to Todd Thanksgiving. Ne- but that was I, no. Well, we weren't there. We weren't there. So that was the first event that he's been invited to in the family. In and I'm decade. the asshole who just shows up out of nowhere. Some shitty hack some comic. Shitty boyfriend. And I get and I get <laughs> nice seating at the table. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. That's, what the uh, fuck's that's Todd the, doing? You that's, know? Yeah, that is that. That and those are those stories that you hear where you feel like awful that somebody can't bring their their partner around. Um, you know what I mean? And and it is so meaningful. And then like the dick is always there, but not that that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like that. That's like I feel like a, a thing but that's I do throughout history that, like, has been a thing. As time goes by, as parents and grandparents get older, they start to realize that there are more important things in life. And like my grandma, who is a hardcore Baptist, who always asked me if I'm going to church, well, you should pray about it. You know, yeah. like she has finally like, oh, this is a real thing. I, I need to support this. Yeah. I need to support my stepson. Like, yeah. And oh. so, so, and in your case, your, your merit, your wedding was out on the West coast and they, I mean, who from your family made it? My sister and so your si- my so cousin. So your sister's a, your <laughs> sister's a su- supportive. Is she older Yeah, she's younger? great. She's two years older. Um, she's getting married next year. So uh, about a year from now, I'm all hell is going to break loose. Like Because I'm going to be at the wedding, of course. I'm going to be her maid of honor. So With your better half? No, she won't come. Really? Be- yeah. Because she knows Because like, we know that it's my sister's from- day. And it's my mom is can't be calmed down. She's an emotional... Uh, I mean, it's zero to 60, like out yeah. of nowhere. She'll be smiling and then all of a sudden just like a tornado. Yeah. So and it's that's, just no. And it's like, that's just a trigger to like, like still other... hasn't accepted it. No. And, and it's, it's like a bizarre, uh, our relationship's kind of bizarre because then it's like, you know, then if anything like happens to me, like all of a sudden, of course she's there to like save the day. But then, you know, on a daily basis, there's no, we don't connect or talk or, or anything like she that. She just wants to know like you're okay. Yeah. She knows you are, but. You know, mm-hmm. and that's something that, you know, like the thing with enlightenments, it's a, it's like I was watching the Tony Robbins thing, right? His new documentary is fucking batshit cool. He just yells at me like, fuck you. And they're like, ah! <laughs> and they're like did you feel the emotions change? And I'm like, I did. <laughs> but it's just crazy. It's on Netflix. But um, <laughs> sponsored by Tony Robbins. Um, but you, uh, enlightenments don't happen gradually. It's like, boom. Oh, shit. That's the way. Like, you just feel a different. And, like, it could happen with a sunset or a episode of Golden Girls. Like, I who know. knows <laughs> what's going to trigger that? It's true. Do you know? And do you know what's funny that you made me uh, think about with your grandma and with... Uh, your uncle, it, it made me realize too, like I was thinking like, you know what, it's been it that generation who gave birth to the baby boomers. I feel like they don't even like scientifically, I just came up. I, I feel like I just kind of got this little hypothesis, little hypothesis going on. But, um, you know, they say like, uh, especially with men, men are more likely to be gay if the mom has had a lot of children and, and he's the youngest. I, yeah, I know that. So be, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's been more as to her, but your body naturally fights off the test, like the, the male hormones in your body, your body attacks it. So more estrogen is sent to the, fetus. um, the fetus. So a lot of younger children and remember my friend, uh, who I talked about earlier, 
um, he's gay and he's the youngest of a lot. And so um, it is a thing that happens. So these baby boomers all have like eight kids. Yeah. So th- and people are like, why is gay all of a sudden alone. happening? Just well, by odds alone. Your kid's you know a bottom I mean? bitch. He's <laughs> the youngest. Um, I don't know if my youngest brother's gay. I don't think so. I feel but. like I, I've definitely heard that before. I've yeah. heard that or with it's twins the, too. the youngest. Son. Yeah. Or if there's like um, a long space yeah. between having children and my little brother where he's 10 years younger than my little sister. He could be gay. Well, let's not. But no, it's not bad. We just we don't know. We yeah, don't we're not know. trying we to know. put nobody knows. No, yeah, yeah, we don't know. He's yeah. only how old is he? Sixteen. He was definitely uh, he got his fingernails painted a lot when he was younger. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, so, so, whether so whether he's gay or not, he, he has some of those. Uh, my um, sister had me in diapers. You know. I was such the little like you know toy. <laughs> like oh man, uh-huh. I'd have like a he man in my hand. Like what? Like I'd like be clutching an action figure, but I would be just dressed as a woman, just desperate to <laughs> cling yeah. to that. Poor Dave. I got he man hair. That's the thing I've grown into my. Man, look. So funny. Um, I would wear my un- my He Man underwear backwards because I wanted to see the picture of the He Man because he would be on the butt. That's so funny. <laughs> you wanted to be able to look down and be like, yeah. Maybe that is gay. So okay, so uh, so where the fuck do we we? So yeah, okay. So I wanted to mention. Have you heard of like the the ninety nine monkey principle? It might be called the hundredth monkey. So, yeah. I've so I know I've talked about it too, and it's just the age of enlightenment when if you treat if you teach ninety nine monkeys. How to do it? How to do something? The hundredth monkey knows, right? And it's the idea of enlightenment, mass enlightenment, and it's kind of the same thing. It happens on tragedies, on like on a on a tragic day, the world mourns. It really it really changes the energy in the atmosphere. Absolutely, and and that's the way with like you know you see the rub, you know the national convention last night. Look, I don't care about their policies. You see some old, you, know, you see this old man's club standing up. Yeah, because uh, a guy's talking about, and I'm proud to be gay, and I'm proud to be an American. Like it's go like fuck you, you old you old time sons of bitches. Like this is yeah. the world, and and it's you know that's and you you see you know the the. Orlando, Orlando massacre, and you see the way people come together. Even like fucking Chick Fil A or whatever. Yeah. Like they're, they're they're they wouldn't hire gays, and now they're giving food away. And you know even you can take all the PR and all that shit out of it, but you can look at it and say, oh, we are changing. It's it, it's not it, it's it's a mass enlightenment. Absolutely, I, I I agree in a collective unconscious for sure, and I do think a generational thing has a lot to do with it with the gay issue. But um, there was an actual experiment, the the hundredth monkey thing you're talking about, where they taught a um, an island of monkeys. How to do a puzzle. How to how to clean the coconuts before they ate them oh, to wash the coconuts. And then they went to another island completely separate and the monkeys were cleaning the coconuts. Wow. So I forget what, if you look it up, like you'll find all that stuff. It's but interesting. It, it, it's, it's fascinating. And I, so there is that collective unconscious, which, you know, feeds into comedy all the time with people thinking their jokes were stolen or, you know, their premises. Like sometimes yeah, like, like no Tinder was invented. We're going to make the same Tinder joke. Right. There's only or, so many yeah. ways to skin a cat. Or in general, we all have the same theory. We like, we, there's a collective unconscious. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so the the point of all that was just like have a little faith in your family and yeah, I do, and I know, I, I know, do. I know you do, and just keep it just makes us work harder, you know. Like my mom, you know, she's she's supportive, but she was all every like she would write me letters, like she wrote me a letter because she saw some titles of my podcast, and you know they, they were sometimes they're a little blue or clickbaity. It's like blowjobs, you know, whatever. whatever <laughs> who I don't know what they're called, but like uh, rate and review, please listen. <laughs> uh, but she she wrote me a letter after we had like a nice Christmas. We went to the East Coast, and she wrote me this like shitty letter in her shitty handwriting that was like not being proud and i and i was dumb enough to think she was gonna be proud of me and i know she is but in the letter she's just like butchering me for like 
you need to be more like uh, people don't want to hear that. You got to be clean, this and that. And I'm like, I'm the cleanest fucking <laughs> 31 year old male comic that yeah. I know. Yeah. And and I don't care like, but it's just like I don't care what her advice is. I just want her. And then and then since then she's seen me do like really well on some shows. And it's like okay, so I guess I've gotten a little bit of that validation, but it fucking drives us. And yeah, it, it does. It drives it does. us to be like, no, fuck you! Like you don't even know the shit that I'm yeah. doing. You're basing my titles. You don't know how to download a podcast. Yeah, I'm just know how to do that. And, and you're like, unfortunately, you know what? Like, I you got to get those clicks. <laughs> like it's just yeah. yeah. And 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 you can't explain. And it is what it is. It just it, it is that thing where you you will remember that forever because that that hurts you because you know that you're like, are you kidding? There are so many douchebags out there. I'm a a nice guy. Like yeah, you know. And we all have that yeah. that desire to have the approval of our parents and for sure if, uh, a, a guy wrote in that uh, we did a podcast with matt jones um who's another dude that i've seen on the on the road um uh driving by and i he's horrible road rage i, <laughs> I cut him off and beeped at him he's like fuck you motherfucker yeah, and, he and had... i'm like hey it's me and he's like oh man i'm sorry <laughs> i love running into so comics funny. on the road so but um, i love almost causing an accident with comics and then seeing how they react but um but he was a guy he's you know he's and we, we i just did a show with him on saturday he's a good good guy we we talked the, the podcast was called hug them hard and we were just talking about you know our parents and and our friends and sometimes when, when you don't understand them it's like do you want to lose your relationship or hug them harder and let them find their own way and, yeah and that's with their approval we seek of our parents i mean i'm seeking approval from tasha's parents oh yeah and like and i'm like I mean, why don't they i mean they watch birdman and I, granted i'm in it for like a quarter of a frame but her mom's like i don't get it i'm like it's a best picture yeah. okay <laughs> you should get it it's a best and every time Birdman comes out, we're watching, like, you know, your mom fucking hates this shit. It's like, do you even realize? <laughs> I and, know. And, and, like, that's just like, nothing compared to... to what I'm, like, trying to do on stage or whatever. But, like, that's but something some point, that, like, you brag but, about. Uh, yeah, but there is. And, and, <laughs> but that's the thing is that we all we all do that. And, and one of my uh, – a great story about that, um, even with Madonna, right? And this is one of my favorite quotes. Oh, and, boy. And I Wait, just hold on. Madonna. 40 minutes in, we got our first Madonna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, seriously, though, like, she uh, – um, her entire career, you if you follow her, you notice that she's continually trying to. It's all to get her father's attention. Like her, you know, she her mom died when she was young. She needs the love of the world to fill that hole. You know what I mean? It's just a classic. Uh, become you know whatever story. She but, talked about that. Oh yeah, if okay. you if you follow her, you know the story. And I but, don't. <laughs> but her dad. It's very funny because anytime you see her dad in a documentary or anything, she acts like an like an adolescent and is just always trying to get his attention. It's very. It's it's cute to watch it's sad to watch it's everything it humanizes her but one of the my favorite things is there was an interview where somebody said you recently tied elvis for whatever number of whatever and she was like oh really she's like me and elvis i'll have to tell my dad maybe that'll impress him like she's done all this and <laughs> wow. he's not impressed and i just think it's so funny and it's true because he's not impressed like i i think that there's almost like n no amount of validation from our parents will, will ever, ever be enough. satisfy it. Yeah. yeah. Because it wasn't there when it, when we needed it. We're, is our generation mean, like, is more fucked than every other generation anyway because we were, grew up on sitcoms where families ate dinner every day yeah. and we thought that's how it was supposed to be but and other, it wasn't happening at home. The thing is too is like we're all, we're all just bags of bones in, in, a, in a nice soul trying to find answers and, and I don't mean that in like a cynical way. It's like we are the stamp that we were given and like our parents are the products of a really fucked up generation too. But mm -hmm. like they were able to kind of like sweep it under the rug and now we're living in a very transparent society where it's like, no, it, the gay person doesn't sweep it under the rug. They're gay. Let yeah. them be gay. Yeah. And it's, it's a big kind of like salt in the wound. But I think 
the healing that's going to happen. And who knows with like, you know, the trophy generation that's, that's come after us with like, what the fuck that's going to do. I mean, who knows like how, how much attention they're going to need for know, all being successful. Right? Yeah. I think we're in a good mix of that. where like, I agree. We can be sig- Well, and also there's been some sort of cou- counterbalance too, just with the economy, like our generation, like we're, we're so fucked. We're so behind and like the money making economy oh, yeah, and the, having the good jobs. fell four months so, after like, I graduated Are college. those people really going to be able to, it's not sustainable for them to like always be winners. Like they're, I think probably they'll have like a real rude awakening and then realize that that's not real life. I mean, yeah, like the like it used to be like you'd want to be a fireman or a doctor, and now like you want to be a YouTube hit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just the it's it's a whole thing. So I just, how does your? I mean, that's a how, whole podcast. How does yeah. your? Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen a movie like Country Strong or, or oh, that's Country a, Strong? Yeah. Oh God! I don't no. know why it's a country movie with Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Does it also have um, Leighton Meester in it? Yeah. It's a okay. good. It's she, she's really it. good in it. You would like it. it is it um, the one where she sang that song? She's like, she, um, yeah, she, I love it when we're grooving together. Did she sing? I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, don't anyway. know. I probably shouldn't reference a movie I don't quite remember. <laughs> but basically, it's like you know those those types of movies. It's like the wrestler. That's another one where it's like it's a it's the hero's journey. How does your has yours end? A sold out theater show. You just you're, you're on your final bit. Then the uh, the lights kind of dim down and you see your mom walking in the back with your. Uh, you know, how how does that end for you? Like what? Like, like what? Like what? What's going to happen? Um, like with with all of that? Like what's the career pinnacle moment for you? You um, don't know till it happens, right? I'm, we're envisioning. I don't think there's. We I can don't, look back at this in ten in years and pull. We can pull this clip in ten years. I don't believe in a pinnacle. <laughs> I am too cynical to believe in that. I don't think there's a destination. Too cynical for a pinnacle. Uh, yeah, like I don't. I don't think that there's. I think without a driving force, you die. Like either you're living or you're dead. And so I think if you're not moving, like an object at in motion stays in motion, an object at rest. So like if you had a moment that was so great. That you then you would just die. I yeah, think. like yeah. you know what I mean. Like so. That's what I talk. You don't want to be I pond water. I, I can never be, be sad. I think it's it's a, such a curse to never feel to have an insatiable desire for for even more. Well, you look, know, but and here. not for material items. I don't give a shit. But I mean, like, just achievement is to me the greatest desire and each one just it, none of it matters because you keep looking toward the next and it's such a curse but that's how my brain well works. when you're when your movie that you're making becomes a hit and it goes to con and all these other places and you 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 become a touring headliner just consider me as your opener that's <laughs> all i'll dress up as madonna dave i love you i'll just consider it i'll i'll be um uh but i did want to talk about that so you so you've written this 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 movie and you're yeah. also producing it you're you're literally everything about it yeah i i mean i don't even know how to with the so my writing partner and i and it's a, it's a fun thing because he's like he's like four mid 40s super nerd like is old school dave? like nerd. Dave? his name's dave because i've heard you reference him but i didn't i don't know yeah anything about him. yeah his name's dave he's like just like what you'd think of like an old school writer dude like baseball cap like you know what i mean like yeah. back in the day the and penny loafers yeah and he's like you know he's had some success as a writer um but he doesn't have that like go get him attitude he's just kind of like well you know and like he's just very nice and so he's he sold two scripts one was a tv movie um called uh <laughs> crimes of fat i think it was called crimes of fashion and it was with megan fox and qualey cuoco Ooh, nice. um, Qua- Kaylee Cuoco, Kaylee Cuoco, yeah. Kaylee Cuoco. Um, you know, years ago, and then he sold a big one to Fox, 
that never got made and he got a big paycheck for that but it never got made so they did, yeah they buy they like for those of yeah. who don't know entertainment they'll literally buy projects so other people don't make them they'll put them in a shelf and they'll yeah. just own them forever and they'll just own them forever and so you know it was that kind of thing when we started working together it was like like early on you know we kind of had with our last feature we had kind of like a big executive really trying to shop it around she knew somebody from from birdman who she basically was the person who supposedly put the script in his hand in um whatever the fuck that director's name is the amazing yeah i couldn't pronounce it (laughs) so so she you know was supposed she was really into it and all this stuff and then it's kept coming to light that it sounded like she was trying to edge us out because she knew writers from she knew the writer of legally blonde who's one of the most successful writers in Hollywood with that formula like that script is literally perfect legally blonde so like we were like wait a second is she trying to like buy this and then attach this writer's name and package it like fuck that so we were like so there was all this stuff that was happening and so then we ended up just being like let's sell it to the small company that we got a shitty offer for because at least it'll get made and that is the kind of thing that changes a career when something gets made, not when it sits on a shelf. Right. So, you know, I convinced him that's to go the, with this uh, shitty deal. That's the Rocky mentality. Like Sylvester Stallone, they were like, dude, let's buy this off of you. He was just a guy eating tuna out of a can. Yeah. He's like, no, I'll make, you know, he took like literally six figure pay cut to be, to be the guy. To make it, he had yeah. such belief. Sorry. Continue. But yeah, no, that is, I mean, I just feel like that's, this is the way you have to do it. or You're always going to be owned. So we sold it for a shit deal. And, um, you know, it ended up, it's still sitting there. He's going to make it. It's definitely the guy's next movie, but you know, he has some, uh, he's still working on some financing, financing and stuff. And so it's that kind of thing where it's like, you know, not that gratification of yay. It, it did change my life it, right now. It feels like it didn't all it did was pay some bills. So, but that was a big, and it was, was a credit. It did help me get a manager and stuff. Just saying like, I just sold a feature, but it left me going, let's write something we can make. So we sat down and to specifically write a one location and called stuck called stuck. Yeah. And you're in the financing stage of that. Yeah. And we're talking about crowdsourcing just a part of it. The rest yeah. you've got other, you've, you've yeah. literally so product placement. I mean, it's real genius. I've been all like the different- fucking hauling ass through town, getting product placements and begging. Um, I have some friends who've, invested some some money um but then, i believe they'll then, get it back and then actors we can name drop that are that are out uh, who can you say that's that that's who, definitely who, gonna appear yeah okay i can i'm gonna say some now that we haven't announced online yet because the director's um on a boat and when she gets back i want her to do it because she's friends with these people so i feel like perfect i don't want to use their i don't some strange girl announcing you're gonna be in there you know what i mean yeah so um so we did already announce paul Shear's gonna appear in it which is great um love Comedic him Comedic genius yeah the guy um, with the wide tooth gap yeah very you know memorable face yeah. um felicia day who um has a big you know i think she started online um is gonna appear joel McHale. joel McHale. was like what um, i was gonna say next who else are we talking um famous youtuber you're not going to say yeah okay so you have to watch the movie to know that one and well, then, well we'll announce it once yeah, the, announce once the kickstarter is over because we have Felicia. a kickstarter and i think that's all it is is we don't want to um and i and i don't think her management wants her to be associated with kickstarter which is fair it's her brand so yeah, yeah. and then your director is also um uh, an established actress yeah who's also yeah she's uh, directed projects and all mm-hmm. that and so anyway so you've you've literally you're you're all over town trying to get people product placement donors this and that you got nine days left on the kickstarter 
um, what's going to happen with this film? Like, so it's a single location. What's the pitch for it? Like, what? Like, people listening, because for everyone who is listening, this economy, we're talking shared economy. This is the way we're going. If you, you know, if your show got canceled, my favorite show, Nashville, got canceled. What do we do? We made a fucking petition. Now it's going to be on CMT. This yeah, fall. you know what I mean. Like, we, like it is in the gun and donate <laughs> money to it. Somebody but from I, our own community, Quincy Jones, who got his thing on HBO because of. Because of because we know, crowdsourced the shit out of his GoFundMe because he was dying something of cancer. Went viral, yeah. yeah. And and that's the world we live in. So like, if you're you're about to hear the the pitch of this, you're 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 loving Heather. She's a great comic. These projects do get made with the help of others. I've got some some you know I know this. I I got dudes listening. I know you got money. But that's, I know that's you the got thing, something. though. It, it's so What's shitty. your movie ticket worth? Okay. Well, here, and that's the thing. What's your movie? Cause I'll here, push it if you don't. Let me here. just say, I know, but here, <laughs> here's the thing here. We, something that I feel strongly about really quickly in the, in the community, what we need to understand is, you know, with religion back in the day, and some people still do now, they were very serious about tithing 10% mm-hmm. to the church, right? We have to think of that as like the community. Like we need to be putting a portion of our money back into the community for it to keep going. Because at this point with a shrinking middle class, like we have like, we have to keep circulation going. So, um, you know, I've donated to a couple my friends put up a Kickstarter for a play that they're doing. Um, I just threw and you know, what? I'm broke as shit, but I five bucks. Like, you know what I mean? I threw five bucks their way. Yeah, my friend driving across coffee. the country. Yeah. With, with you're also his showing dog, the I universe that you're the money's worth investing in. You're 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 letting the world know that you've got the funds and the funds will come back to you. It's a pure yeah, like, law of attraction. Exactly. Thing. Exactly. And so like, you know, we this is going to be a professional project. And so like, you know, we didn't cast it first like normally you see kickstarters be like a bunch of unknown actors making a movie yeah, and they're all student, pushing it's it it's not a student film yeah here. and it's not a bringer fucking kickstarter that we're like hey everyone push the kickstarter you know what i mean like like we specifically didn't cast it so therefore our video is um a little abstract because we're trying to make a bigger point versus look at our fun cast give them all money you know because we well, do have the, names what's the quick so this is line. what it's about it's about um it's uh the lead character is Darby. Darby gets in a little bit of trouble with the law, sentenced to house arrest, but um, she's a couch surfer, so she ends up legally confined to her last legal address, um, which happens to be the house she used to share with her ex-boyfriend. He now lives there with his new fiance. So, love triangle. <laughs> a month of a month of the ex living with the new. Wow. So well, yeah. I'm gonna spin this into my relationship <laughs> right now. We'll talk about that in a second. So that, that so so I mean I'm I, like I told you I'll hold a boom pole or a clipboard or I'll wrangle the background extras yeah. or I'll be the background. So like, whatever I can do to help. But for those listening, what you can do is um is check out check this out. So you can find it on Kickstarter, right? Is yeah. Kickstarter? If you go to if you go to stuckfeature.com, the Kickstarter info's on there. More info about the director, me and and my co-writer. Dave. I'll, I'll try to put this in the description. But you know this goes out to iTunes and SoundCloud and different places. So you might not be able to get it. We'll put it on all the social media. But stuckfeature.com. Do do us all a favor that you know, like that work in this industry, and I'll I'll just announce this. You know, like I'm 141 episodes into. By the way, I'm going to do a 150th episode show, so I'd love to oh, have fun. you on. Cool. Um, I, I haven't planned it at all, <laughs> but I'd love to have <laughs> you on. Uh, maybe. Uh, but anyway, uh, we'll try to live stream that or something for the audience. But like 141 episodes, I just got my first paid sponsor, and for you know those listening, you know, not to talk finances, but I don't know what I spend a month: twenty, thirty bucks a month, forty, forty at this point. You know, j- just because I like doing this, you know, buy hundreds of dollars with yeah. equipment, whatever. Yeah. The amount of stories, uh, it, it's totally worth it alone. But then to get to get somebody who's going to sponsor you and be like, all right. 
we need your company's PayPal. It's like, whoa, you're going to transfer your money from your corporation to my little thing that I do because I like doing it because I don't have the attention of my mom. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) mom, are you listening? Let's go. We need another letter. Let's do it. But 140 episodes that you did for the love of doing it. You know what I mean? Like, not all all that free. (laughs) Some of them, like, oh, this is going to be. Hard to get through, but yeah. <laughs> but ones like this where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm starting my Friday morning off talking to someone I really admire, and it went by so fast. And it went by so, and yeah, we're yeah, already we're, we're already ten yeah. minutes over. <laughs> and, but but the point is, is that like I've you know like for those listening, you, you, creativity is rewarded, whatever that is, whether whatever it is yeah, you, you want to be. Yeah, you put your sweat and blood and passion into something, and, and then you get back your rewards tenfold. And I got so many friends that like that are stuck in their corporate cubicle thing or whatever, or they're they're someone else's bitch and they don't know what they want to do. But like let's like Tasha's friend, but right he was a he was a nurse working full-time and we're talking full-time like probably 40 50 hours a week mm-hmm. doing like shit jobs and then he's writing a screenplay and like it can happen for those listening you can make y- your career you can build the equity of your own product you're doing that heather i just got so much admiration for you and for those listening i hope it translates and let you know that you really can help with a five ten dollar donation if you have more than that you can literally buy yourself i think there's a walk-on roll on here right you know what we got in trouble with sag so no <laughs> no um, way yes really? we did oh, somebody report us to sag we can't do that so oh, we so um lame. that reward is no longer available but um we got some <laughs> other cool awards and, an and, and and helping out and coming and hanging out on the <laughs> set <laughs> That, I feel you know, like I've seen that a thousand times where people. Are like, yeah. Do you know the issue is that most of those people do the Kickstarter before they file with SAG, and we uh, file. We had to file early because we're we. You know, dude, we the, just had to. the radio guy. What's his name? The fucking I can't think of his name. The major, one of the most, one of the hi- the highest ranking radio personalities did that with his feature where he was like, you comics could pay to audition. And I yeah. thought it was so such a cr- load of crap, but this is obviously different. This is like donate money. You can still be an executive producer, right? I mean, like yeah, for, you can, for, if you give it, if you were to give ten grand and up, you'd be a producer. Absolutely. Okay, so for those yeah. listening, if you got you know some some of my friends, I know you I know you got money. Okay, uh-huh. podcast is free. Uh, this <laughs> week I won't ask you to rate and review, but if you did, you you could. Uh, <laughs> but it's so easy on the iPhone, by the way. It just search sex actually on the iPhone, <laughs> rate and review. Anyway, um, uh, so so you're so you're so uh, you're. Your movie's about a chick who has to move in with her her ex, ex and his new fiance. His new fiance. We've got one issue, Tasha and I, and I'm going to have you be the ref on this. Okay. Oh, I've geez. already told Tasha that I'm going to give her my blessing, but um, we we were heading off to Palm Springs two days ago to do a wedding shoot, and then on the way out, you, she gets a text from her ex. Let's just let's just give he the facts. He just moved to L.A. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. So excited. That's what she led with. Like that's, maybe that's not the intro. Maybe that's not the setup. Okay, but continue. I've never been good at dancing around the issue. I just get right to the point. No shit. But yeah, so um, he well he recently when we went home to Kentucky, um, I always you know I've got a dog. You understand? Anytime you go anywhere, you have to pay out yes. your butt yeah. to put him in a kennel. He was the boyfriend or... she had when she got her dog. So he's the uh, he's the uh, dad dad number one. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants this poor to dog see the has dog. had lots of dads. Uh. Yeah, so um, he had reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I'm going to be in L.A., blah, blah, blah. I'd love to meet up, see Boone. And we were going to be out of town. And I had already hired a dog sitter. Um, but I was like, you know what? If you want to see the dog, you, you know, he never him. he comes out here once every yeah. few years. Like, yeah, you could. Well, you could you could take the dog for the weekend, or you know, you could pick up the dog from the sitter. And um, next thing you know, he's got the dog's Instagram passwords. He's posting the dog's. Everybody photo. has the dog Instagram. And then password. he started liking photos of me and the dog. And I'm this like, I'm so not. Funny. I haven't met you, bro. <laughs> this is hilarious. 
this is something god i wish you know i would i would have just sat and talked to you guys about um the masculine you can come back crisis there'll be more of this <laughs> that's happening back. right now but but the thing is is <laughs> Wait, that my masculine crisis no just the world <laughs> okay what's happening with the world in that okay just as a quick little you know what i mean like and we should just want just talk about it when we turn the podcast off but and it feeds into this and that you know from the dawn of time we told men they had to provide for us right we were Mm -hmm. like you go out you hunt that food like we're gonna stay here and raise the young right and gossip so then of course and so then you know the 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 roles were were had begun from that moment because women started to talk with each other and gossip and they also learned to uh get what they wanted using their mind manipulation men use their hands you know what i mean they, they killed things okay so like you you, you look at it because to me with the fact that women have rights i'm like men fold it like men never had to give us that over centuries <laughs> fencher, we slowly centuries wore them we down. slowly wore them down we slowly convinced so 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 anyway you heard so, from heather tasha's manipulating no, me. no 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 not at all no no um, all i'm saying is that so we we've told men they had to provide for us now that now that women are do have jobs um, and make their own money. And, and the goal for women is you can do it all. You can, you can do it all. You can have the children and the job and the husband. So it makes the guy go, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Wait, I thought I was supposed to provide, you know? So men are in a, women had a movement. Men never had a fucking movement. So when you see men now, man buns and doing all this stuff, I think they're just exploring their inner person and it's still not socially acceptable to not admit ma- that you're not masculine. I think just hair wait. is masculine. It is though. masculine, but just hang on. <laughs> so I, so I'm saying like, there's still that overall thing like, Oh, wh- what are you a pussy? Like the way that we shame men for doing things that aren't deemed traditionally masculine is just as detrimental as what we did to women for so long where we said like, Whoa, 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 you're, you're gonna, you're, you have a job. You're not yeah. going to have, you know what I mean? So it's the same thing we're doing to men. And so I, I'm on men's side a lot right now with what's happening. I think there's a lot of confusion. Men don't know where they fit in. So what happens when a so woman the masculine ema- emasculates? This. Why, why do women try to emasculate? Is that another manipulation technique? No, but your fear, why, why is it We're not doing anything to you. That's what I'm saying to you. You're, listen. It, you're doing it to yourself. Tasha no, 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 called no, me no. a pussy yesterday. No, but listen, but listen. Shut up. But she called the, me a pussy. The reason that that shouldn't hurt you. The reason it hurts you is because what society has told you, you should feel about that. That, is that being okay. not being stripped of your your manhood is the most terrible thing, and and society's told you that. Now listen, this it was so cute when you started talking about the boyfriend because instantly you're like, and all of a sudden like, and and the reason oh yeah why, no, I, okay yeah, yeah okay so the reason why is because <laughs> she is that you know what I mean it is he is, I mean he's doing some little power plays here definitely the dude is, but you and and men men killed the pig. And brought it home to impress the women, and then you know another now guy he, kills now, it, and then another guy kills to fry a cow. Up bacon. Yeah, like, that's you know my I mean? pig. Yeah, I killed the pig. Now you're now yes. Tasha's like, oh, but his carbonara sauce is great. Huh. It's my pig. It's my fucking pig. So exactly. So so that's the point, and that's what you have to remember. And I and I think this too. Um, you know, I've been in relationships with the codependent stuff that was very always very jealous and that sort of thing. Dealing with somebody who's beautiful, Tasha's beautiful, oh, and thanks. has an internet following, and creepy <laughs> men follow you online, that's a hard thing to deal with. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't face me anymore. Good, good. <laughs> but, but the thing with the guy is, it's, here's the thing, is that he obviously didn't give her something she needed at some point. They didn't work. You are finding a way to give her what she needs. You're supportive. Being yeah. supportive now is the new bringing home a pig. 
So hmm. trust her, support her and her decisions, and that's the best you can do. You're going to feel jealous, but communicating about it will always. So I get win to bring over. home a pig. Is that is that what I get? You get to tell her only what the if fuck it's a really cute pig, and we're not going to eat it. <laughs> I, know, um, right? I was talking about a girl. Oh no, I get no pigs come home. <laughs> that's so horrible. Well, so my <laughs> so my so but my issue is more of like like okay. So anyway, so so this morning, what did you ask me? Because let's get well, to Well, I said, you know, he offered to watch the dog while we're gone, which is awesome because I don't have to pay somebody $25 a day. And to that's do it. your, and that's really what it but is. This is yeah. where I feel like Tasha has sort of an autistic mindset, <laughs> where this is like an autistic mindset where she's so centered on the dog's health and safety. That she's that she thinks that that's the only option, and I'll give it. I'll give you that. I'll give you that support. That's fine. But just you have to know, like we were on vacation before, and I'm with your family building a patio, breaking my fucking toes, bloody, and this and that, and I'm fucking back's gone. I'm carrying these hundred pound (laughs) stones everywhere. Uh, Look at those photos online. They it happened, and then I got to look and say, boop boop. You know, so and so posted a photo, and I'm like, Boone didn't post that photo, and then I see that 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 he ended up taking the dog for three days instead of one day. And I'm and they're at a pool in this in the desert, and I'm like, oh really? So like my issue isn't like I want the dog to be protected and safe. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. dog's everything, Natasha. Yeah. way more than me. Like that dog, <laughs> my I'm like the Secret Service. That's the <laughs> first child. Like yeah. I need to make sure that dog makes it to school and back every day. But on the same token, it's like, do you not even remotely consider? the effect this is going to have on me. And I don't, I don't like to twist things around to make them, to make them perfectly equal. Hold on, please. But, um, but to me, it's like, well, what if my ex and I raised a dog and that, and that was like, Oh, Claudia is going to come into town. Claudia moved here. See her face change. Cla- <laughs> yeah. Just saying the girl's name. She's like, that's her real name. That yeah. Cunt. That so. cunt's name. So but I don't, but I'm not, I'm not, and I didn't play that card. I'm doing it now. It's all good. I told you I'd give you my blessing. I don't want you to think like I'm sabotaging you, but I asked her before. I was like, this would be a fun, quick, quick thing. Sorry. I think, I think, I think the, I think the bottom line is, is yeah, it's a, it's a touchy thing. And, and at, at the, at this point I can see both sides. Part of it's like, yeah, just don't even but mess with it. My, just pay for the dog. This is my Mona other, Lisa. Yeah. This is my creation of like masterpiece in my ability to be okay with this. No, yeah, because you're, you're this great. Is, it is I think you're great. beyond bullshit. I and I'm not you. throwing you under the bus. Babe, I love you to death. To, I hear you. Yeah, it would. Re- I would feel really icky about it. If, icky? If, if, if same situation. Violent. But wait, let me put it this way. Think of it this way. If that dog <laughs> were a child, he would see that dog. He would see I that thought triad. of it that way. I thought of so, it that way. So, and yes, they didn't. But he bro didn't see takes it four, year, four I know, years, I know. five years off. Of and then course, it's like, Oh, now you want to be best friends with the thing? I've had to carry that dog out of the Grand Canyon because he was too hot. You know what, though? <laughs> but yes, of course. But first of all, I just saw Daddy's Home on a plane with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. And it's exactly this. You know, Will Ferrell takes in the family, loves the kids, and then... Mark Wahlberg suddenly decides he wants to be involved and shows back up and good. he's hot I'm the, good, on the I'm, the, good. I'm the unattractive <laughs> guy no, in the movie. No, nice. you're the- I'm with a Will Ferrell. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But you know, and then at the end it ends great because Mark Wahlberg, then the neighbor um, or his wife. Don't spoil ex- it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, we want to watch it. Okay, we want to watch it. it. Anyway, you should. <laughs> but I think that that's just what it is. Is that it is? That's hard. I w- I would be like, oh my god, for sure. Felicia got her dog with her ex, so. 
if that ever happened luckily i know her. well but. it was my dog like yeah he was around but it was it's always been my dog and yeah. you've been so, very nice to tell me that i take the best care of him and yeah, all these things and i know and, but it's not a here's the thing it's not a jealous it's not a symbol of, oh jealous uh, oh you want to provide it's so much more like i think really yeah. like this is a video game shit like really this give give me 20 lives give me 20 coupons for the next 20 fights <laughs> because this shit you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but also you can't now that's not fair either that you can like rack up enough points that like then you can just be an asshole. I call him Dave points. <laughs> Dave points. And, and they're worth him- nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he smashed my finger with a dumbbell at the gym. Oh, the other day. It was a five was pound like, dumbbell and I like, tried to hit her on the ass like a cute little yeah, thing. And, and she, of course. And she, and she moved, went to slap it away. She moved her thing there so my dumbbell hit her dumbbell <gasps> with her finger in the middle. Oh, that's the worst. I was trying to pinch her. He's like, this is worth five Dave points. And I was like, Dave points are worth I know. They're like the friend. <laughs> like no we don't use the franc anymore we're on the euro system that's so funny. but i got a boatload of francs that's my problem is i have a boatload of francs oh gosh boatload of francs no, okay, but i'm trying to be really gentle i want you to know it's not a thing it's just saving me a hundred dollars and you'll have to see him thing. you'll either have to see his place it is bridging it is about what we're really over scheduled here but it's really it's bridging a connection that you don't need to have is my point but but if you want to have a friendship thing. with like, him, I'm okay be with that. Like a, a mean person who's like, no, you can't see the dog. Like obviously, just two months ago when he was visiting, I was like, yeah, you can see the dog. Like now he's offering to watch the dog. It's super convenient. But that's like a. Fake. It does seem manipulative. Yeah, I will say that, on that, his that's side, a, that's a fake yeah, thing. Yeah, it's though, a fake Tasha. thing. Yeah, I want to see the like, dog. That's he doesn't want to see Trust it. me, like yeah. in, the, in the law. Yeah, but no. what does he think is gonna like? Oh yeah, but that's and that's the point. And that's the point is that either way, no matter what, whatever the hell this guy thinks. Let him think it because and if he's listening, just write us a five star yeah. review and I'll forgive you. <laughs> uh, well, but there's always a challenge. There's no one's won. There's always like a really like so you're gonna compare until you, <laughs> no, until you do you, something really dick. No, but you next can week. Com- <laughs> No, but then it's like then it's like you know Tasha's alarm goes off all day long because she sets an alarm for everything. Right, everything's got an. I'm surprised it hasn't gone off during this episode. No, you have an alarm for everything. Her alarm goes off. I got to shut it off. She's in the shower. The ex is texting her. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it builds a connection that then I have to deal yes, with because of like, course I don't. I I know your password. You know mine. We're totally fine. But I don't need to turn your alarm off and wonder because every single time I have to turn your alarm off, I wonder is your is, is there going to be a text from your ex? Because when we're on vacation, when we're on vacation, he's watching the dog. What's going on? He's you sending guys, photos. He's sending yeah, photos. Of course, of course. Yeah, he's he's manipulating. He's playing a fucking game. But do you know what the, the solution slide is? Slide your twenty Dave? under the table. I know. Thank you for that. <laughs> but no, seriously, <laughs> he is. But do you know what uh what the solution is? And I've um I mentioned this on stage the other day, but I swear to God, I feel like it I, worked. I totally if know. You I gotta got build a, a puzzle. Ther- no, you got to get a hot therapist. Oh geez, we can't even get into this. I know, but just if you get a okay, hot therapist, okay, let's tease this for the next time because because do can you can you just mention that part? Yeah, that my wife got. I met my wife's therapist. She's so hot. <laughs> That it has completely made me so aware of all the things Felicia complains about and made me perfect <laughs> because I can't have her going to tarnishing the my reputation to the hot lady. Like the hot lady can't think so badly you, about me. You think so now I go I'm to that perfect. same so therapist. It's not even that hot- you're worried that she's attracted to her hot therapist. It's that you don't want to look bad in front of the I hot don't therapist. want the, exactly. So if Dave gets a hot therapist and then you're at home thinking like, oh my God, what is he saying about me? You know what I mean? No way Tasha would be okay with that. I would never allow it. No, but okay. what if it was a gay male is what I'm saying that you knew that he was telling but the, I'm not, not, gay. Gay, not gay male. I mean, hot guy. If you saw a therapist and he was a hot guy 
And she was just like, oh my God, that hot guy thinks I'm such an asshole now. She'd probably start being a better... I think it's more aligned with like... I think it would be the other way. Like if he was going to a hot girl, I would, I would not be okay Just like a, like a sexy 38-year-old therapist with like a house and yeah. like a nice couch that I'm laying down on. She's already I've got mad. my accountant she's, in the back pocket, so don't you worry about it. She's mad at the... <laughs> yeah, Tasha's got a cute accountant. All the shit that I have to deal with. Everyone in LA is attractive. So like even her guy who changes her oil is probably like sexy, like <laughs> Esteban or something. Hilarious. Um, we're way over No, no, no. No, it's, I could talk to you for two more hours. I got half an iced coffee left. Um, ta- are we good? I don't want the podcast to end and you think I sabotaged you or anything. No, I think we're good. I, it, I, I understand. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm conscientious. I know that like... It, it can't be easy for you and I appreciate you handling it well. Um, you know, it's just something that we have to deal with. Like life's going to throw us curveballs. In, like, in a reverse situation, to- I would present that to you with some roses or something. <laughs> is what is all I'm saying. So he wants a blowjob. No, no. We were in the desert the other day doing a photo shoot, and he was like, "You owe me a blowjob." Like whisper, we we're doing like a wedding oh, yeah, photo yeah, shop, yeah, and he's in, whispering in my ear, "You owe me a blowjob." And the for like, doing this. I, know. But I was like, "I just told her she owes me a blowjob," <laughs> and they're lesbian. They're like, "Oh, geez, this That's is why so we don't funny. date men." Like, this is. <laughs> I have faith in her that she's secretly the puppet master here. Remember that she probably is completely aware that this guy is trying to text and doing all this stuff but in her eyes she's saving 25 fucking dollars every day that that dog stays with him not worth it and it's a future it's, so. yeah but when but you guys want to go away for, for a week when I'm you guys go for away it. for a week and he takes the dog next time you're talking about a couple hundred bucks here like just, just have faith i that, use that dog faith that the woman always is completely aware of everything going on like we said the the you know full circle the elliptical, elliptical fashion i use that dog as a tool to get tosh in the first place and i understand the power of providing she probably knew it she probably knew she was probably like god he look also at the liked way- me a lot yeah. the dog liked me but i watched him when we were just friends i was like yeah leave him with me it'll be fine yeah and then i'm and sending him photos so that basically your ex is doing the same shit that i did is my only concern and and the fact <laughs> that i just had to apo- like i sort of apologize to you and be like are we gonna be okay like no this is your shit we should be okay but i understand that like somehow you're gonna be like well but you don't care for me and the money and it's like it's not the money it's convenience and it's also he had a, i could be okay i can get on there's certain f- arguments i can get on board with i can't get on board with the saving 25 bucks the buying power this why month. i can't get on board you with that pay for it then i i, I was uh, um uh it adds up I, what I can get on board with is you saying, well, look, he used to live with a guy like we trust him. The dog will be safe. But like the, like the convenience aspect to me, it's like, well, we have a f- other friends that can watch the dog, too. So like but uh, I, I can deal with it. But like, it, you know, this is an improv situation. Well, if he watches this dog, then what's next? So he's going to be at her Thanksgiving. Like, you know, I, I can I can I jump. agree with you that you're that it is. She's bridging a relationship that. Um, that Should be over. And yeah. Done. And, and, but if it is a friend, like, I mean, I see almost a, I, I, I see some exes. You know what I mean? If if your ex sends you dog photos while we're on vacation, don't hide it from me. That That's worse. Yeah. Like, I want to yeah. know. I'm never trying to hide anything from you. I know, but if you're smirking but in the like, corner, I'm like, well, what are you canoodling over? Oh, wait, isn't he the best? Isn't he the best? Remember, oh, remember I, that I time when we went to Napa? Like but, like, I like stuck my phone in your face and you're like, Mrr. like. You're not going to like that either. But I'm it, in a no-win situation. But full transparency is better in these situations. All right, this became marriage therapy. <laughs> uh, with our Sorry. hot therapist, <laughs> Heather. The film's called Stuck, stuckfeature.com. I cannot wait. If you are donating, just say you heard her on sex, actually, because mm-hmm. it'll make me feel good that you guys are listening. I know you are. Our downloads are through the roof. We Yay. have major sponsorships coming up, amazing guests. We have so much to talk about. Let's have you back shortly. I don't want to make sure. this. Yeah, I, 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 we have so much more to get into. Uh, this has been our casual Fridays episode. Uh, we're going to go do a puzzle and finish our coffees now. Um, anything else we need to promote uh, social media wise? 
No, you can find me on Twitter. Heather Terman is my name. Are you doing Instagram too? Yeah, I do Instagram. Same thing. Same my thing. name's always taken. All right, we'll take a quick photo. Stupid. We'll post it. Um, I'd love it if Tasha would reach out to her giant community to help your friend out with this, with yeah, this stuck yeah, feature. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, see, okay, do a that, fun an, an hour and 13 minutes. I asked her, so it's out there. Because uh, <laughs> this is going to be great. Maybe Tasha will walk by in the background if you need a big girl in a nice butt. Yeah. And I'll hit her with a, with a weight. We'll be good. Uh, that's, that's, we've come full circle here. So we'll be, okay. we'll be in the background of your future. Um, anyway, Tasha Courtney, at Tasha Courtney Instagram, at Tasha TV Snapchat. I'm at D Niels with a Z all across the board. Sex Actually has a new Instagram, a new Instagram called Sex Actually Pod. And we have a new Twitter called Sex Actually Pod. You can write in at sex, uh, at the email sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Leave us some questions. We'll get back to you. Uh, we'll try to help you. We'll try not to fuck up your relationships. Uh, you can text Tasha if you want pictures of your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Tag Boone the Bassett. Uh, and uh, and thank you again so much for being on. It was such a fun time me. today. Yeah. Everyone have a great weekend. Be safe. Don't use your e-break. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.